Welcome to the podcast, 20. Going on 50. This is Lawson Campy, your 20-year-old Gen Y. And Rich Campy, your 50-year-old Gen X. This podcast is focused on bridging the multi-generational gap within business. We'll be highlighting business owners, influential leaders, executives, and more in 20. Going on 50. Lindsay Wheeler is a 22-year-old senior at Georgia Institute of Technology. She grew up running track at Audrey Kell in Charlotte, North Carolina, and has continued her athletic and academic career at Georgia Tech. She has recently signed with Elite Models based out of Paris, France, and has agencies all over the United States. Lindsay focuses her time on TikTok and Instagram, creating content specifically for young female adults ranging from 14 to 25. Her feed consists of comedy, social commentary, and lifestyle content. All right, we are back with 20 going on 50, and we are with Lindsay Wheeler, an exceptional athlete, a student, and a social media influencer. I'm really excited to be with you, Lindsay. Welcome to 20 going on 50. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Well, we're Thank excited. You for well, tell me. us a little bit about yourself. So I'm 22 years old. I am a track athlete at Georgia Institute of Technology, and I'm an influencer on TikTok and Instagram. So I have been on TikTok for about two years now. I started summer of 2018, and I've been on Instagram since I was around 14, around when Instagram first started. Oh, wow. I mean, Instagram has been here, you know, for ever for since so well, I can remember since I was a teenager right, and stuff and I, knew, yeah. I know our generation knows about Instagram and stuff and TikTok is now this new wave I'd say how did you figure out about TikTok two years ago when you got started because I know I've just now heard about it within the past maybe a year if that probably six or so months so I actually had found out about it when it was first called Musical.ly I think in 2015 And I know some of my friends were on it, but I didn't really know much about it. And I actually was looking at a YouTube video and somebody mentioned that they were on Musical.ly because that's what it was called at the time when I first got on there. And so there was a lot of things that I really wanted to do creative-wise and that I wanted to post on my Instagram. But at that point in time, I was a little bit insecure about the people who I was around as far as being my full self around them because... In person, I'm a lot more shy than I usually am around my close friends or my parents. So when I heard about this social media app, TikTok, I decided to go on there because I knew a lot of people that I knew weren't on there. And so I figured that that could be a way while I was still kind of unsure of myself that I could post freely around people that I didn't know. And then after that, I would post every single day and it just blew up that summer and I gained 100,000 followers in one summer. Wow. And how many followers do you have now, Lindsay? So right now I have 540,000. Wow. So is it steady increase or is it little this month? I would say I definitely gain a lot more during probably summer breaks and holiday breaks when more people aren't in school because a lot of my followers are either in college or they're in high school or they're in middle school. And so definitely when people are out of school, that's when my followers spike up. And TikTok is definitely favors consistency. So the more consistent I'm posting, the more followers I get quicker. Yeah, and you were just in Paris recently, weren't you, with TikTok, I believe? Yes, I was. TikTok and Elite Models, they joined together in Paris 
this past November, and they are bringing in models and influencers to sign. And I got contacted only a few weeks before they were about to start it in Paris. And they said, oh, we want you to come to this competition. We really want to sign you. So I went there and I got runner up in my division, which is for influencers. And so my contract is going to be finalized 2020 this new year. So I'm extremely excited about that. Yeah, it was something I definitely never expected. And how do you balance like TikTok and then you're an athlete, you're track at Georgia Tech, you're in school, friends. How do you balance all of that together? Um, it was definitely a little bit of a challenge because like I said, when I first started, it was the summertime. So I had plenty of time to post. I was working part-time and I was only in one summer class. So most of my time was invested to my friends or hanging out or just planning for the upcoming school year. So actually, when I first started back, I would go to morning track practice, which was at 6 a.m., and then I would run back home to my dorm room, and I would put on a cute shirt and do my hair and then do videos, and then I would go straight to class and afternoon practice, (laughs) which definitely, looking back, it was not sustainable so then after a while, I would just try and post a lot or make a lot of content in the weekend and then disperse it throughout the week. So that way I was still posting consistently and could grow my following more consistently. And it has been definitely a challenge, but I would say that more so posting gave me some type of relief to my day more so than adding a burden because everything was always high pace as far as track and school, friends and family and everything of that nature. So going on TikTok was more of a relief and more something that I could look forward to would enjoy doing than a burden. It sounds like you had used the social media channel to really express yourself and be authentic of really letting yourself come out, right? Sort of as an expression of who you are that you maybe didn't feel comfortable in other settings to do that. Is that fair to say? Yeah, that, that is definitely what it was because there was a lot of things about my personality that I knew was there because that's how I would act around my closest friends and family. But definitely when it came to people around me at school, I was a lot more shy and insecure on, oh, well, what if they judge the real me? And I guess I would say I would more assimilate to the people around me's personality more than be my true authentic self. So, and I would say it's always funny because I always think about how the thousands of people on the internet were always a lot less intimidating than the 10 to 20 people that I was around in my day-to-day life. (laughs) Definitely, once people did find out in my day-to-day life that I did have this TikTok and they all found it, at first it was, I was a little nervous, but I got a lot of positive feedback from it. So it definitely gave me a lot more confidence in myself to be able to post and be my true self that I didn't feel comfortable with in my day-to-day life. So for kids my age, we see influencers and people like you and other influencers on TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, YouTube, whatever the social media might be. How is the older generation give feedback or are they like, oh, you're not going to make it. There's no, what are you doing type thing? Or is it same sort of push and drive from our generation? Because we see that a lot more often, I think, than the other generation. 
I think that um, when Instagram and social media stars first rose up, it got a lot of pushback because say a lot of people in our generation and especially older generations didn't really understand the power that came with social media and how it can be used in real business and how there is a tie between the two. And I think that the first kind of pushback came from not really understanding it completely because at first in social media, when nobody really knew what it was, it was just kind of a place where people would go and it wasn't really anything where you could develop a serious business out of it. But I would definitely say in the last around two or three years or so, people have been able to see the importance that social media can bring to the table as far as influence and reach of different demographics. And I would say that definitely show in my life, because like you said, getting sent to Paris with Elite Models, because Elite Models is a very highly respected modeling company. And then they tied themselves with influencers from TikTok, which is definitely a very new platform as far as how it's growing and how people are gaining followers from that. So I would say that now more than ever, people are definitely seeing the importance of social media and are looking to the younger generation on ways to use it in their businesses. So just to back up a little bit here, an influencer would be someone on a social media channel that has people following them. So you basically have an influence on others that they would dedicate their time to follow what you're doing. And you can influence product choices and decisions in their life because of your influence. Is that how you would describe an influencer? Yeah, I would definitely say so. And I think that there's definitely different degrees of influence. Even if you have a small following, if you have people that are looking towards you on what you like and what you do in order to imitate your lifestyle and put it into their own. I think that that definitely qualifies as an influencer. And I think it's something important to note the power that comes with that and not to abuse it, especially if you have a younger following. Yeah. So what is your following, Lindsay, which is is a certain age? And and what do you mean by not abuse it? Because I guess that that is a great thing we should be thinking about. It's a social responsibility around that. Right, of course. Um, So most of my demographic is around my age to teenage girls. Most of mine are around 14 to 25-year-old girls. And so I definitely think that when you're growing up, that, that this is the time that you're most impressionable and most looking towards other people, especially, and I would say this generation, looks to social media to demonstrate how they should act in their day-to-day life, which I think can be a positive thing. Information is more available and at our fingertips now more than ever, but it definitely comes with its drawbacks. In the future, what's your goal with this? So I definitely think that the plans that I have are twofold. Like I said, I'm about to um, finish up my last year at Georgia Tech, so I definitely want to not disregard my education and still continue to further on my education, which is what I plan on doing. And I plan on going to grad school after this in the next few years. But also at the same time, I don't want to miss the opportunity that I have with social media right now because it can come and go. Like you said, Instagram was the biggest social media platform that people look to. And then YouTube and TikTok and video apps are now what people are really looking towards. And the contract that I have with Elite Models is is going to be a two-year contract. So I definitely want to maximize that as much as possible. And I think that would be very helpful for me as far as growing my platform and being able to 
maximize as much as possible, not only on an influencer side, but also on a business side to be able to obviously gain money from the following that I have. And so I definitely want to maximize the opportunity I have, but also not put all my eggs in one basket and only focus on social media because I want to have a backup game plan. If it doesn't work out the way that I plan it to, or even after it ends, because we all get older, we all like change our interests and move on. So I want to still be putting in time and effort into my major and my future as far as like what I came to school for. And totally. So backing up a little bit on the contract part from Elite Models, correct? What right. is that? And what does that entail? Like, what does that give you down the road? Do you travel a little bit or are you kind of stationary in one city or what go? With, what's the deal with that? So it's definitely going to be very much travel-based, um, a lot in New York and California because that's where a lot of influencers move, are moving to. I don't really know yet if that's where, if I'm going to move to any of those locations, but it's definitely going to be something where I would be going to those locations a lot for different businesses and being presented by them to different companies to advertise. And I definitely think that as far as Elite Models is concerned, so actually my group was the first time that they ever brought in influencers to sign. So they signed two influencers the time that I went to Paris in November, and that we're actually the first two influencers that Elite Models has ever signed. So I definitely think that it's something that is gaining traction but I think it's also something that's very new to them. So we were able to get money for winning our section of the competition. With that money, you can use it, I guess, as you would please. But I think that, like, for me personally, I definitely want to use it to grow my my brand more and kind of branch out from just specifically TikTok. Yeah, and what do you recommend for kids, the, the, the younger viewers that are watching you, to gain traction or have a following? I feel like in some ways it can be difficult from person to person because I was younger. I remember I really wanted to become Instagram famous. And this was around like eight years ago. So when I was 14 and I really wanted to become Instagram famous. And a lot of times all I would hear is people on platforms whenever I look up like how to become Instagram famous or how to become famous. And it would be a big thing of, oh, be yourself, be yourself, be yourself. And I think that the hard part of that is when you're younger, most of the time you don't know what yourself is. You see be yourself, but you don't really know what that means. The biggest thing I think is not so much being yourself, but I would say you're going to find your niche regardless of where you go. I always think of it as me being the funnest parts of myself. Tonight I would be in a bad mood when I post, but I would still go on there and be upbeat. And I don't really think that that's necessarily being fake if it's uh, if that's the way that you want to present yourself on social media. Because a lot of people can go on there and be vulnerable and show every element of yourself. But for some people, that's not really the type of content they want to make. They want to make more positive content, more upbeat content, something that people can look at and enjoy or take a break from. And I think that the biggest thing is to take yourself and be the funnest parts of yourself. And I think that that's something that you can enjoy and other people can enjoy around you too. Yeah, hey, that's a great point, Lynn. I, I think we're made up of parts. There's fun parts right. and there's sad parts and there's challenging parts and the critical parts, but really taking the parts of us that 
that we want to express and making those decisions on a, on a conscious level that, hey, even though I might be having a bad day or I got up early, but I'm going to have this fun part show because that's who I am on this influencer channel, right? Like that's, right. Yeah, that's exactly. part of a part that wants to express itself and you can do that in the channel, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. Like if they're already sad and they're going to your channel to lift themselves up and you're always sad on your channel, that's just going to bum them out even more in some cases. Not saying that you can't be vulnerable sometimes, but I do think that you have to still be smart and know that there is a reason why you have the following that you have. Yeah, exactly. And is there anything else overall that you'd like to leave the listeners with or recommend to anyone in the future? I don't think that social media is necessarily something that's the same as other ways of growing a business. Because most of the time, if something isn't working in your favor, that means that that certain element isn't what people are looking for. So I would say rather than trying to just keep pushing and doing the same things, be more creative and use different routes to attract audiences. So would it be the same channel, Lindsay, or different channels or different approach or say, mix it up. I guess there's two parts that how long do you stick with something before changing it up? And then when you change it up with different options, what would those options be? Is that a different channel? Is that your approach? What, what do you um, think? That- I think that, I think a big thing is you can, um, you can honestly find information on how to grow your channels anywhere. If you look on Google, if you look on YouTube, that was a big thing that I did. When my Instagram wasn't growing at first, I would look online and look up how to grow your Instagram in 2019, how to grow your Instagram in 2018, how to grow your TikTok in 2018. And a lot of people who have already did it can give a lot of feedback. And I think that the more feedback you get from other people, the more you can use rather than... I think that the way you can tell if an approach isn't working is I would say give it like maybe a month or so. And if that approach isn't working, I would change that approach. And then if you do find an approach that works, keep going with that one approach until you can burn it out completely and then branch into other things. Because if you can find something that does work, then the people who are coming to you are going to still be looking for that same thing. Okay. Well, that's a good point too, because some things might work and then you might shift it up and lose the existing following you had. So I think that can be a challenge also, right? Yeah, I think that can be a challenge. And I think that the biggest thing is if you do find something that works and you bring people onto your channel and that's what they're looking for, I think the biggest thing is not to confuse your followers, but rather just slowly integrate new things into your channel Mm -hmm. that they can get accommodated to rather than let's say if you're a cooking channel and then you decide you want to do something far left as far as doing makeup videos or clothing videos or anything of that nature car videos rather than just all of a sudden now I'm making car videos when I was watching a cooking channel slowly integrate the different interests interests in So that way you can bring in some followers who maybe be interested in this other thing, but also not lose your fan base completely. Wow, great point. As growing up, I always said, oh, I'll never say to my kids, oh, don't, you know, that music is crazy or the way they're dancing or these videos. But I look at some of this social media out there and it just seems like, like the the sexy part of it, I guess. It's like, wow, how do you not cross that line, I guess, of, 
being authentic self, putting it out there, but yet you're also have an image, you know, and I, and I know you, I mean, and you're, you're great. Right. And so it's like, do you know what I'm saying with that balance of yeah, that part? I completely, like, sort of know, sex what, self, I completely but, know what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. And I think that a lot of times it can be, I honestly personally think that because obviously TikTok and Instagram, Instagram didn't come until Lost and I were teenagers and then TikTok didn't come until after we were adults. But I definitely think that this new Gen Z generation that are coming in, that is definitely something that I've noticed as far as having this kind of unregulated access to social media from an extremely young age. And even though millennials did grow up with social media, you still didn't grow up with it at the young age that now these kids are growing up with social media. And I definitely have noticed that a lot. And I think that for me, it's something that I make a conscious effort of every single time I post. But I think that sometimes that can be iffy because I think about when I was a teenager, like when I was 13, 14, if I would have been able to make those same rational decisions, if that was what I was seeing all the time on social media. Because now as an adult, I can make the rational decision of, oh, I'm going to keep what I post very strict and very narrow. But I wonder, and I don't think that I would have as a teenager completely unregulated, been able to make those same decisions. And that's definitely something that I've noticed as well when being on social media, younger kids coming and kind of and being presented in an inappropriate light because a lot of times they may not know better because they see older people that they aspire to dressing this way or acting this way, but not having that regulation or the thought of, oh, this might affect me later in life, or, oh, people might be seeing me this way that I don't actually want to be seen. Hmm. So you think that we're losing our filters a little bit, but I'm also hearing you say that you're very intentional when you do post up to be aware of how that impacts others and, and the messaging you're putting out there. Yes, for sure. And I also think that my close family and friends, they always knew that I had what that was on TikTok. So definitely, even when I would post something and it may not fall in line with exactly what I would want to present, I think that a lot of times they would call and be like, oh, I don't know about like what you just posted. You might like, you might want to like look at that again or you might want to take that down or that might not be representative of what you um, are trying to present. And I think that sometimes if you, you can be influenced by the things that you see, so you might not notice that things are presented as badly as you intend for it to be. So I think having people around you that do see where you're posting and can look at it from an outside perspective is honestly just as important as regulating yourself. Wow. So there are times that you're saying that you might post something and getting some feedback from friends, family that are close to you that you may say, wow, yeah, I guess I didn't see it that way. I'm going to adjust that post or take that post down or redo something. You, you're you open to that feedback and sounds like you, at times you have made shifts there. Yes, for sure. And I think that it has helped me in the long run, especially even from getting signed because they did, email does want that cookie cutter sort of posting where they don't want extremely provocative posts or posting that has like a ton of curse words in it and the songs or that you're talking about 
inappropriate things. Um, and even before um, I did get signed, that was something that I would get from my close family and friends. And it ended up helping me in the long run with something that I didn't even know I was going to get the opportunity. But had I not gotten that help from my family and friends, then that opportunity not, might not have been available for me. So I'm definitely very happy that I was open to that. Wow, that's great. Excellent. So in summary, I know Lawson had asked you a while ago, kind of wrapping it up, but uh, really wrapping it up this time. Anything else you want to wrap it up with? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think that that was it. And I really, I just want to say I really enjoyed being here. Thank you so much for the opportunity to be able to talk with you guys. Thank you so yes, much. Thank you. Yes, awesome, Thank Lindsay. You. All right, we'll catch you later. Thank you. Thank you so much. Throughout this episode of 20 Going on 50, we have gathered some key takeaways such as be your fun parts, Google how to do something if you're not sure how to do it. If something's not working, change it up after a month or so. Get feedback from close family and friends and innovate new ideas slowly over time to gain new following while keeping that same previous following. And the most important, stay consistent with your uploads. Thank you guys again for listening to 20 Going on 50. Please feel free to reach out to us with any questions, comments, concerns. And as always, don't forget to like, subscribe, share, and anything else with your friends and family.